You're listening to Speak Your Style, a lifestyle and business podcast hosted by Sasha Bowlby and Liz Toombs. Welcome back to season two of Speak Your Style podcast. I'm Liz, owner of PDR Interiors. And I'm Sasha, owner of Sash and Bow. And we are so excited for you to be joining us in our second season. Can you believe we have a second season, Sasha? I mean, I'm pretty impressed with us. Right? In our <laughs> yeah, like we kind of just came up with this idea and then we just rolled with it and look at us going at round two. We're just motoring right along. <laughs> Which is like impossible to do in this world right now. You know, you never know what's going on. Well, it's a strange time, but you know, it's one of those things where, uh, you know, life gives you lemons and you make a lemonade. Yeah. That is true. Or throw some Tito's in it, whatever you want to do, right? <laughs> Tito's, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, so for those who haven't been keeping up with us individually outside of the podcast, um, Sasha and I actually haven't seen each other in person since March, March. prior to um, like the COVID hitting and quarantines going on. Um, I'm in Lexington in my house and still... Um, I'm out and about meeting with clients and, and doing things, but Sasha, tell people what you've been up to, where you've been. Um, I, at the beginning of quarantine, I moved, well, what better place to quarantine than with your family when everything first got started. So I packed up all of my personal belongings and um, I also packed up the shop and I um, headed east. So I'm in Eastern Kentucky, um, staying with my parents. Um, and my immediate family here. So I have not, um, I've been back to Lexington um, here and there to pick up mail at the shop and run a few errands and stuff like that. But other than that, I have been um, in Eastern Kentucky, I guess, since the second week of March. So you like um, you're a kid again, like moving back in at home with everybody. I know. I feel like I, I tell my mom and them I, I boomeranged um, back, which it's funny because in Lexington, um, my older sister and I live together and we have uh, very limited space and so with my closets I have to switch out per season um and so lucky enough for me when I left it was still winter and I didn't um switch out my closets so when I do get back to Lexington I won't have to worry about switching out my closets because it's winter again <laughs> it's fall and winter so maybe you found a new instead of switching the closets you'll just switch which house you live in so that yeah. you go to your clothes that could yeah. be a new way to do it I will, uh, yeah, I will swap to my, to my clothes, but, um, but yeah, so I've been here since March and it's been, um, it's a whole different pace of life from, you know, being in Lexington and being at the store every day and being here and we have a farm and lots of animals and out in the country. So it's been a, it's, it's really been a good change of pace too. Well, and you've been really busy with projects, right? Farm projects and, and stuff outside. And I know one time we were recording a podcast and there was a gaggle of geese like Mm -hmm. honking in the background. So it is like a menagerie of animals. But so what kind of stuff have you been doing out there? Um, We've been doing all kinds of stuff. I always have a garden each year, but this is the first year that I've actually um, had the opportunity to see my garden from start to finish. Normally I started and then, you know, I see to it the couple of days a week I can get back um, here in normal times, but this was the first year that I actually got to plant it and then we plowed all of it down um, the other day, but we had pumpkins this year, which was exciting. My first time ever growing pumpkins, so we've been doing that, but 
I, my dad, I have sisters, so I'm my dad's boy out of the group. So we've been, we've been constructing and we've been tearing down and building and cutting down trees and tearing out stumps and, you know, playing in the mud, all that good stuff, all the country life stuff. I was impressed with your pumpkins, but I'm a little obsessed with pumpkins, real or fake, and just the more the better through fall, and so I was pretty impressed that you grew those, and then you had them to show off. I know, it was, I didn't have a very big pumpkin patch, but when the pumpkin started with all the blooms that were on the plants, I was like, I'm gonna have 100 pumpkins in this little bitty patch, so I was a little overwhelmed at what I was, was gonna do with all the pumpkins, but as they grew, you know, some of them um, you know, didn't make it, you know, I lost several of them, but at the end I had a pretty good selection, but it wasn't like I w thought it was going to be. So some of these places, you know, the pumpkin patches, like I can't imagine how many plants they actually put out to get the amount of pumpkins that they have. Cause I mean, I had several plants, but you know, I probably had, especially the bigger pumpkins, you know, I maybe had 10 or 12 big pumpkins when I thought I would have like 50. So yeah, it was a learning experience, but it was, it, it's been fun to say the least. So. I'll have to get you to come help me. Billy and I want to do a big garden in our backyard next year. Like we kind of thought it through this year. We've identified where we want to do it so we can have like tomatoes and cucumbers and herbs. And I mean, at this point, maybe I'll try pumpkins. We'll see. So you'll have to, I'll lean on your expertise yes. when that time comes. <laughs> I, I would love to help you. It seems like a lot of people are, you know, now that with COVID and all of that, I feel like a lot of people are, are starting to think about those kind of things. You know, we've always had, we've always had the ability to do it because we've had, you know, the farm and, and extra, you know, grass and land to do those kind of things. But I feel like a lot of people are really thinking about, oh, how can I put something like that in? Or, you know, a lot of people are doing the raised beds, you know, if they don't have the, the dirt to put it, you know, the land to cover it, you know, they're doing raised beds and really like non-traditional ways to grow stuff. So it's great. It's very fulfilling to know that, you know, you can plant, you know, when you plant it and you see it to the end and it's, you know, it's good stuff. You yeah. don't have to go to the grocery store as much. Yeah, that's true. You can enjoy it when it's all, all in season. Well, I didn't realize, I don't think I have a green thumb, but I didn't realize I enjoyed gardening until a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. And then when we moved into this house, I have five hydrangea bushes now. And I mean, they're like children to me. I'm out there and I'm pruning them and I'm watering them and I'm checking them. And so I think that's how I was with our raised bed garden in the last place too. So um, hydrangea bushes are beautiful. Oh, um, I love them and I want them to be big. Like my goal is just hydrangeas everywhere around this place, but we'll get there eventually. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, so if you've been doing all that farming and all that kind of stuff, what's been going on with the store and uh, while you've been quarantining? Um, the store, I, the store is still temporarily closed. Um, I closed it probably a week before, um, maybe a week or two before the governor put out his restrictions on retail. Um, and then it's still temporarily closed. Um, I guess we could, we could have opened back up. Maybe I can't remember it, all the time gets away from me, but most stores are already open. I chose not to open the store just because I've got family members with health issues and um, autoimmune things. And I, you know, didn't feel comfortable opening it back up and, you know, trying to figure out who, you know, how to let people in and how to handle try-ons in the dressing room and just being out amongst people. So I was fortunate enough that I had a website set up before all of this happened. So I've really just been pushing the website 
and then through social media, Facebook and Instagram, um, I've continued posting, but we have picked up um, doing lives on Facebook and Instagram a couple of days a week. And it's really been a work in progress from the start of quarantine until now. Um, I mean, it has grown tremendously um, from then till now. So um, I'm fortunate that, you know, I've got some really loyal customers that have continued to follow my journey online. But then I've also picked up a lot of new customers just um, being online only. So we're really just trying to roll with the punches and I'll get back open. I'm hoping to, you know, open before the holidays, depending on, you know, what all happens um, and get back in the store. But for now, we're just, we're just going with the with the online. So having, I always said, Oh, having an online store would be so easy. And <laughs> having an online store is so much more harder than having a brick and mortar. I'm learning as these things are growing each week. It's, um, it, there's a lot of moving parts. <laughs> so, that surprises me. Like I get that there's moving parts, but I would have thought an online situation would be easier to manage than a retail. But I mean, yeah. if you're absorbing into your home, what you would have had at the shop, then I get how that can be overwhelming yeah. and, and cumbersome. But I've watched a lot of the lives and they're very fun. You get your sisters involved. It's like a whole family thing. Yeah, it, it's like a, it's a, it's a gang of all of us. And, and we do have a, a, we do have a good time. And I think that's what a lot of people like, like some people have reached out and there's like, there's not a whole lot on TV to watch right now. Yep. You know, a lot of the shows haven't come back on. So they're just kind of like, it's one, it used to be one hour and under one hour. Now it's going into two hours last night we had one it was two and a half hours so it's getting oh. longer like each week or so but you, you know they said on home shopping network like instead of like yes. you see it could be slosh or something I don't know but we called it um well one I did not know what QVC was before like I looked it up like what Stop. it's for no I know what QVC is but I didn't know what like QVC stood for so oh. I had to look it up I think it was quality value convenience Mm -hmm. is what it was so I was like oh well we'll call it sash and bow convenience it'll be SBC instead uh -huh. of QVC <laughs> yeah you could call it sash and bow TV like you could have a whole thing going on like who's yeah. the storefront like I could have a network <laughs> I know so um so it's been a lot of fun but it, it man online is a lot of work and now I know why people have shipping warehouses yeah and shipping teams my shipping team is my my family and they've quit on me like every shipping day <laughs> but, I bet. I but bet. I'm very fortunate that you know I'm able to do it online and you know be able to continue it and not have to be in the store right now so um I'm blessed with great customers and you know it's also it's also one of those things you know this has happened and you know you've really kind of have you've had to pivot and you've had to change you know I know as a lot of people have yeah. You know, how can we make it work? So, um, I'm fortunate that I've found something in the lives that, you know, has worked and that, you know, I continue on the social media. So, I mean, thank goodness you had that stuff set up though, before all of this hit, because then you were able to just lean on it more heavily as opposed yes. to, Oh crap. Like I have to figure out how to set up e-commerce and then do mm -hmm. all of these things, which I think most retailers had something like that. But I mean, you know, I'll use Steinmart as an example, I guess the other day, my husband and I were driving, past it, you know, they're closing. Mm -hmm. And I was like, but I'm not sure that if you can order from them online or not. And so if yeah. you think about that, when you're shut down, no one can come into your store and you're not offering online 
purchases, then I mean, that's gonna take a hit. So, and I may have my facts wrong about Steinmar. You could, someone may correct me and say that they had a website, but that was just an example of what I was thinking of. Yeah. If you were a store and you didn't have that, like you're really, really out of luck. Well, I couldn't imagine, um, you know, a lot of the boutiques, a lot of boutiques don't really want to be online because they want to offer that merchandise to the customer that's sure. unique to them and things like that. But I, I mean, I started out online, so I've had that website since the get go, but I could not imagine having a shop full of inventory and having to photograph, you know, I've been able to photograph as inventory has come in and put it on the website and really work on it mm-hmm. in my spare time. I mean, I couldn't imagine photographing everything and not having a platform set up and uploading all of it. Like I've been very fortunate that it was there and, you know, I could just really, really kind of utilize it, but that gives me anxiety. I tell you all the time and I'll tell you again for the public record, I think you need to get a merchandising student to come and help you and like do those little tasks so they can learn all the things that you've learned, you know, as the business owner. So like you can do it and you know how to do it. You just don't have time to do it. So like give somebody else a chance to learn and following your footsteps because I think it would help take a load off of just you know some of that craziness that you've got to do I know I think about it all the time but after working with everybody here over the last few months they're like no one is ever going to work with you (laughs) that's because they're your family and so as much as they love you they also will come at you right and then you like battle it out and then it starts all over again (laughs) sometimes I have to look over my shoulder because I'm like is somebody gonna like cut Mm -hmm. me when you're sleeping because they're gonna smother you at night (laughs) oh my gosh well so not to pry but like how is it going like do you feel like you're having as much success with sales and customers and growth in your business as you would if your doors were open that it's just different or is it you know similar to normal or I don't know you know I'm just curious how businesses really are doing in this um I mean it's one of those things where um I feel like if I would have had the website going at full strength, like it is now, it would be easier for me to compare it. Like, Oh, this is so much better than it would have been in the store. Mm -hmm. Um, it's hard for me to say because, you know, I had the website, but I never really pushed it. Um, when I was in the store, just because the doors were open and people could come in. Um, but the, the biggest thing for me is just the reach that the Facebook lives have had, um, and how easy it is for people just to watch it, order it, I ship it out almost next day, if not the day after. So a lot of people are getting their um, shipments in just a couple of days. But it's amazing that, you know, I mean, I think last night, um, I always like to ask, like, hey, if you're watching for the first time, where are you watching from? I mean, we had someone from Buffalo, New York. Um, I've got one um, customer from Vero Beach, Florida that watches. I've got... um, Texas I've got Arizona I mean when it it just it's amazing that kind of reach that we've gained through this so I mean it's it's one of those things where it's like okay now I've really got the website going um at a great rate so it's like I have that going on this end and then I'm like okay when I get the store open then I'll kind of have my storefront going with the walk-in so I think it'll be a great um pairing for those two you know once I can get yeah back open 
That's really good. Um, well, like I said, I've watched a number of the lives. And so I know I've enjoyed it. And I also learned if I see something I like, I best get on there and buy it because somebody will buy it out from under me if I wait till the end of the live. So I learned that lesson. Yeah. But then, you know, we were watching a lot of live streams from either friends that are musicians or yes. you know, nationally famous musicians. And so that was really fun. Sometimes if you all were going at the same time, I'd have you on one device and them on the other so they everybody was getting the like the watch and the eyes you know kind of build up or whatever but but I think it's so cool how you know like with the musicians and things like that you know like I was saying like everybody's had to kind of adapt and make that change and I mean it's really kind of cool to you know to be able to experience that just at which going and experiencing it in person is so much better but it's just kind of a cool like it's a different aspect to be able to do that from from your home, from your but, couch. And even. then I realized how much I missed it. Like my husband and I love live music. We love to go to concerts and go to shows. And I haven't, I didn't think that I missed it because I didn't, I was like, I don't want to be around all those people or deal with that mess. But I do miss like the songs and mm-hmm. that. So that's been really cool to watch. And I also very much love to shop. So I didn't, that's why I like watching you too. Um, so what all, what all have you been up to since I guess, well, one, I'm missing you in person. I know, um, same. Like talking to a computer screen is not the same, but it's better than absolutely not. And I'm like a hugger. So I'm like, yeah. I just want to like squeeze on somebody and like, you know. Yeah, right now I about feel it, like rude. Well, I like, I, I, I hug my family members, but you know, I mean, it's like I'm used to being in the store and like, you know, I, I hug yes. everybody and, you know, pat on everybody. And I'm just kind of like, I have not like physically, you know hugged anybody I mean it's just it's the weirdest thing ever I think I just, yeah um it is because like I'll find that I'll step forward like to approach someone and then I'm also stepping back because I'm like well you take the lead here like do you want to hug do you not like I don't know what to do yeah. um so then I just look like I'm incredibly awkward but um what have I been up to well when all of this first hit um there was some travel that I was supposed to to do. You know, we've talked about this before. I I do a lot of um, sorority house projects. So there were some places I was going to go and visit. We were going to update some rooms, um, a couple rooms in each house. And so those ended up getting nixed, obviously, because uh, one, travel was a little shaky. Yeah. Nobody knew what was going on. And then college campuses, they were sending all the students home. You know, everyone was was freaking out. They just weren't sure what was happening. Um, so some of that stalled out. So um, that made me nervous in terms of what was going to happen with my business for the year. But we were really fortunate. We had a lot of, we ended up at 11 projects is what we completed this summer. And so those still um, went forward because they were all in the ordering phase, construction was underway, those types of things. And so all of that went on um, as planned in the summer. And all of my team works remotely anyway. So, you know, my office is in my home. Um, We had an intern working with us or a design um, assistant. She was an interior design student. So she just went remote and worked from her house. And then I have another full-time decorator, Erica, in Louisville. And she's always remote. So the way that we interacted and we worked with our clients didn't change a lot. Um, But we did find that, like, local clients, like face-to-face appointments, Mm-hmm. those used those went virtual right we did a lot yeah. of facetimes instead of going into people's homes because we were all just trying to figure out what is going on <laughs> what are we yeah. supposed to be doing what not so um it was kind of fun for a while if I'm honest because you know my husband worked from home for about three months his office is in Louisville and so it was just we just kind of enjoyed it to an extent you know while we figured it out and um tried not to be 
worried and scared of what was going to happen. You know, as a business owner, I'm sure you can agree with me or you'll, you know what I'm talking about, but you know, just every day it was just kind of a roller coaster. It was like, Oh, things are going really well, or they're going to be fine. And the next day it was like, we're going to go into ruin, you know, like yeah. how will I ever sustain this? It's just, it is not a stable way of thinking to be an entrepreneur. Cause you just, everything kind of hits you. Um, and then, you know, for me, I realized it wasn't just my livelihood that I'm in charge of. I have other people I'm responsible for. And like, I've really got to try to figure out what's going on. And, um, I'm a planner and I like to be in control and know what's happening. And there was none of that, right? That was none of that. So anyway, so we, you know, we worked through those spring months and then, um, summer travel came and, that was nerve wracking in the beginning to get on a plane for the first time, but it went, it went really well. Um, we did a lot of door dashing, um, our meals to our hotel room. Um, we dried our hands out a lot with hand sanitizer and wore our masks, you know, to the different places, but it went really well. And every state handled it a little bit differently, but, um, I was impressed, I guess, with, with how things went and it really wasn't so bad. Like once you, broke out of the house and started to see like, okay, the world is functioning. It still was going. <laughs> yeah. Like it was just not as scary as it used to be. Although I will say, I'm thinking the airlines are really gonna, something's going to shake up there. We're not going to have quite as many cause they're not running full flights. And so I don't know how they're going to be able to sustain, but I don't know. So yeah. Anyway, that was a very long winded answer of what I've been up to. <laughs> so And now that I'm back in Lexington, we've got a ton of clients working on building and remodeling because people have been holed up in their house and they either come up with all of these things they want to redo and change. Yeah, absolutely. Right. They're like, oh, this does not work for us. Like when we're not home very much, we could deal with it. But now we want to do this or we're moving here and we need to do that. And um, so anyway, that's just fun. We're working on a lot of really fun projects right now. And I'm very thankful for that. Have you seen any? Or have you had any clients that have went from smaller spaces to bigger spaces? Like, I feel like some of the things that I have read are, you know, a lot of people that were maybe in apartments or didn't have any green space or not a lot of green space, you know, have really thought, okay, you know, I don't necessarily, or they've been in the city and they want to move to the country and they want to have a backyard or, you know, extra space. I didn't know if you had seen that with any of your experiences yeah a few of them one client in particular they knew that their backyard wasn't what they wanted for their children they have very young children um and so just in the midst of this they were able to find a house that's a little bit out of town and gave them more of that yard space and what they were hoping to have for their family um but i don't know there's no one i can think of offhand that necessarily was moving from like a condo or an apartment um to something bigger but i have read that too as well i think bigger cities and more urban environments that probably applies to um a little bit more than us here yeah but i I mean i felt too like i thought gosh like give me some land you know i've been thankful for the yard we've had and being able to go on walks in the neighborhood when we couldn't go do anything else so (laughs) yeah i couldn't imagine being like in a small apartment or a small space you know for that amount of time especially you know when everything really first started started and nobody wanted to go anywhere or do anything. Yeah. Um, you know, I've been fortunate here that I've been able to, you know, walk outside and we've got a backyard and, you know, we've got the farm and you can really kind of get out and, you know, do some, you know, even if it was just to get out and breathe the fresh air, you know I mean? Yeah. You had the space to, you had the space to do it. So 
Yeah, I looked for a lot of silver linings through all of this. And so I just remember saying multiple times in the early stages, like, I'm so thankful that it's warming up weather-wise. So we could go on a walk, even if it was in a sweatshirt, like we could get out of the house. It wasn't like a foot of snow. We felt like we couldn't do anything yes. at all. Um, and also like I've kind of appreciated my schedule clearing a little bit. It took some adjusting because I was always go, go, go. There was always the next thing to move on to. And I've talked with some other friends about this, but you know, it's not that there's a charity event every weekend or, you know, football yeah. tailgate or something. So I kind of feel like I did as a kid where I just, I'm like, oh, I have free time. Like, no responsibility. What do I do? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like I've started painting stuff again. Like I never had time to paint before, yeah. you know, the last couple of years. And so I'm like, oh, and I just feel more creative. And so while I would never have picked for COVID to happen by any means, yeah. like I am trying to pull what positives I can out of it. Yeah. Well, and I think so too, like for me, you know, being at the store and, you know, we're all busy, like, yes, I see my family, but I would have never had as much free time to spend with my family as I've been able to do like the last six months. And so, you know, I think, which it's funny, I just wonder like how many people like with pets, you know, that didn't get to spend a lot of time with their pets, you know, that are working from home and uh -huh. that are with their pet. You know, I mean, it's just that extra time, you know, maybe with you, with your husband, you know, you got to spend time together that you necessarily wouldn't have. Yeah. Um, it would have been, you know, an, on a normal basis. I enjoyed it. He joked that he, like, he was getting on my nerves, but he wasn't, you know, I, I enjoyed it. And we were also joking that Wendell, our dog, who is very spoiled anyway, he, he loves for his people to all be together. He likes to hurt us and keep us together. And so I was like, he's going to go into a depression when you go back to work, babe. Like, what are we going to do? And then with me traveling. And so he survived it. It went okay. But it was definitely a change for him, you know, when you're used to everyone in the house all the time. Our niece stayed with us for a while because her internship in Indianapolis got nixed and it all went to work from home. So she came here and stayed. And so... Anyway, it was just, it was an interesting time for sure. <laughs> I love the commercial. I don't know what it is for on TV, but it's, um, I don't know if you've seen it. It has the dog. And so like, he always wanted somebody to walk him, I think like before COVID. And so he was always begging somebody to walk. And then now everybody was home. So he was getting walked like 10 or 12 times a day. So he was like, no, I don't. <laughs> They were like, let's go. And he's like, no, I don't want to go. Like, I'm tired. Yes. That's what, um, that was a little bit of Wendell's life. We were taking daily two mile walks. And so one week, love his heart. We didn't want to leave him at home because we knew he wanted to go with us. We put him in a rolling cart because we just knew his paws couldn't take it anymore. I mean, he's little. And yeah. so we were like, all right, like we, we hear you. Because he would gas out just part of the way in. And so then someone would end up carrying him. It looks ridiculous to take a dog on a walk and be carrying them down the street. Like when people drive by. So we put him in a cart. <laughs> Oh my goodness. So <laughs> it's just nice though, to be able to just get back on here, you know, talk to you and, and talk about business stuff. Cause I know that through some of this, not getting to talk to people or connect with other business owners the way that I used to, I would find myself just kind of stuck in my head a little bit and, yeah. and stuff would freak me out or worry me. It really just, it wasn't a thing, but I just, because I wasn't able to talk to anyone or hear what other people were going through, it was just, it made me feel like I was stuck. Yeah. It's, um, it's definitely been, it's definitely been different. That's for sure. And then it's really the unknown of what's, you know, what's yeah. to come. I, mean, I know people are out and they're probably out more and you know, what's it going to be like with 
the flu season that's coming up? Like, are we going to have flu season? Are we not going to have flu season? Are we, you know, are people going to want to get out? You know, it seems like, you know, 2020 has been one of those years that it's like a little bit of everything. You know, we've had all these hurricanes, all this weather, you know, it's like somebody said something the other day, I was like, it'll probably be maybe one of the worst winters we have ever, I mean, it'll probably be snow all the time. Like, I mean, you just right. don't know. So it's just kind of like, okay, what else is 2020 going to throw at us? Um, I don't know. That, that's know. what gives me anxiety. I'm like, I just don't, I don't know. Like, I know I can't think too far ahead about anything. Right. Cause then I get all worked up and, and worried about it. But I mean, it, it has been nice to be able to get out. I feel like restaurants are doing a good job. And so I've tried to being a small business owner, just remember, like we need to go somewhere. We need to yeah. eat locally owned, shop locally owned, try to do those things because I really appreciate those who have been supporting me, even though things haven't been totally normal. And so trying to turn around and do the, do the same thing for others, because I really don't know what everyone's situation is like or what their business model is and what I, this I can't is imagine, them. you know, the folks that are in the restaurant business right now, you know, they can't, you know, they're not at full capacity and, no. you know, some restaurants don't have a lot of space on the inside. So it's at six feet apart. You know, do you, how many people do you have inside? Then they're trying to see outside. I mean, I haven't been to Lexington much, but the times that I've been down, you know, it's fascinating to see all the big tents that are out in the parking lots because yeah. people, they're trying to get people outside versus inside but then you try to think about okay well the weather's going to cool off so are people going to want to sit out when it's cold what's the weather going to be like I don't I mean it's uh it's just well I'll say I was at Merrick Inn last night and I mean they were it had a two-hour reservation window that was it because they had that many reservations and they needed to clean things and turn, turn things it over. over so I was like yeah. well that's wonderful but you're right right now it's just great patio season so I know uh, I hope it continues to be this way, but it's kind of like, you know, summer was just like, okay, I'm done. Now it's fall. So I'm like, are we going to get like our full fall season or is it going to be like two weeks of fall? And then it's like, hello winter. Like, you know, what's it get? I mean, I know. I don't know. What's it going to be knows? like? Who knows? So you but, said you hope to be open for the holiday season. Do you think you'll end up doing any of those like traveling shows that you used to do? Or are those things even going to happen this year? Do you know yet? Um, I don't know. I mean, as far as I know, some of the ones that I have participated in in the past, um, I think are still a go. I don't know if they're kind of waiting to see what exactly is going to happen um, or what their restrictions are going to be. Yeah. That kind of thing. Um, I personally, I will not be um, at any of those this year. Um, you know, a lot of my markets that I buy for, I mean, in April, April markets, um, I did all through Zoom. So yeah. all of my appointments, I ordered everything online, which is scary um, to order things through Zoom, not being able to touch it or feel it or see it or any of that stuff. So um, those orders are coming in now, which I have been ple pleasantly surprised about how good of a job I did on picking things because I mean, you know, you just don't know. So my, uh, my October market to buy for spring will be all through Zoom. So I don't really plan on traveling. I don't know that I'll, I'll I mean, I'm not planning on doing any of the gift shows, um, but yeah. just trying to think about, you know, how I can still utilize the lives, you know, even once I get back into the shop and continue to do those and really just try to make it work. Yeah. But I mean, how great though, that, you know, you're working with some brands that you knew. And so to be able to have that option to zoom instead of having to worry about traveling or not yeah. going, I mean, I know the travel anyway, takes a chunk out of you know, you gotta have someone cover the shop for you. And so, yeah, I mean, it's made it, it's very convenient to be able to do it. Cause you know, which, I mean, 
I like going down, you know, I go to Atlanta to market. So, I mean, we like going down there and, you know, having a couple of days and whatnot, but um, the zoom has been very convenient. And then, you know, you don't have your extra expenses of your food and your hotel and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So it's just kind of like, hmm, it's, I'm glad to know. I mean, I, I assume that this will probably be an option for a while for the markets, but I think it's been great for them too to learn that, okay, we don't necessarily have to depend on people coming into the showroom to be able to sell, you know, kind of the same way thing that I'm going through now. I mean, they don't have to have the foot traffic in there to be able to sell their merchandise. Yeah. Yeah. It really is interesting. Some of the innovation that's coming out of this, um, you know, and what that's going to do to things, you know, early on when all of this started, I think I was looking at COVID as like a short term deal, like, Oh gosh, like let's get out of it. And then now you're seeing all of these, results and kind of unintended consequences of things and so the effects I think we're going to be looking at for a long time like for example right now there's a lumber shortage I don't know if you know that yeah so the cost of lumber is insane and you know it's because they you know shut down these factories early on and then they had to thin out their crews and so they weren't making it at the pace that they used to be making it at Mm -hmm. and now we're gobbling up all the lumber because everyone's doing these projects and so it's a supply and demand situation um if I never would have thought that would have been a thing right like what do you mean there's no you know there's no lumber so um I find it all very interesting and you know could sit and think on it for a long time but we'll see well who would have ever thought that we'd have run out of toilet paper and paper towels I mean I don't I don't know, like if you, I don't, you know, you go to the store and there seems to be plenty of toilet paper and paper towels, but now I'm just kind of like, I have this anxiety, like, is it going to run back out? So we're still, we're still stocking toilet paper and paper towels just in case, because you don't know. (laughs) You heard it here, folks. If you're out of toilet paper, just look up Sasha's family and you can go get it from them. Maybe you can need any extra TP, we have a whole stock room. Well, so I've been seeing all these Christmas ornaments that are shaped like toilet paper and then, or they're called, like they have written on there, the great toilet paper shortage of 2020. Like it's making a joke out of things. And I'm just like, all right. So in 10 years, if you're looking at your Christmas tree and someone's like, why do you have a roll of toilet paper on there for your ornament? You know, just funny stuff. I don't know. Yeah, really funny. But I'm excited for this season um, of our podcast. We've got some really cool and unique business owners lined up in different lifestyle um, brands um, like us. And so I think it'll be really nice to talk to them and kind of hear what they're doing because they all are very unique. And then also just hear a little bit about how COVID has changed things. Like I don't think our everything is going to be about COVID, but I mean, it's a prominent theme right now, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think it's going to be there no matter I mean it doesn't matter what you talk about I mean I I feel like a little bit of it will have some sort I mean especially a lot of the people that we have to interview are all small business owners so I mean you know everybody has had to make some sort of an adjustment Mm -hmm. you know to the way the businesses run or whatnot so I think I don't think it'll be all about COVID but I do think that it will be you know we'll touch base with each person about it I agree. It'll be a common thread for sure. So thank you so much for letting us just chat and catch up with you all and each other. And we hope that you will listen with us through this next season and we will catch you next time. Thanks for listening to Speak Your Style. Your feedback means a lot to us. Please leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you have any feedback or special requests, you can direct message us on social media. You can find me, Liz Toombs, 
and my business, PDR Interiors, on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And you can find me, Sasha Bowlby, and my business, Sasha Bow Boutique, at Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for listening to Speak Your Style. Your feedback means a lot to us. Please leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you have any feedback or special requests, you can direct message us on social media. You can find me, Liz Toombs, and my business, PDR Interiors, on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And you can find me, Sasha Bowlby, and my business, Sasha Bow Boutique, at Facebook, and Instagram. Thanks for listening to Speak Your Style. Your feedback means a lot to us. Please leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you have any feedback or special requests, you can direct message us on social media. You can find me, Liz Toombs, and my business, PDR Interiors, on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And you can find me, Sasha Bowlby, and my business, Sasha Bow Boutique, at Facebook, and Instagram. Thanks for listening to Speak Your Style. Your feedback means a lot to us. Please leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you have any feedback or special requests, you can direct message us on social media. You can find me, Liz Toombs, and my business, PDR Interiors, on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And you can find me, Sasha Bowlby, and my business, Sasha Bow Boutique, at Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for listening to Speak Your Style. Your feedback means a lot to us. Please leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you have any feedback or special requests, you can direct message us on social media. You can find me, Liz Toombs, and my business, PDR Interiors, on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And you can find me, Sasha Bowlby, and my business, Sasha Bow Boutique, at Facebook and Instagram. You're listening to Speak Your Style, a lifestyle and business podcast hosted by Sasha Bowlby and Liz Toombs. You're listening to Speak Your Style, a lifestyle and business podcast hosted by Sasha Bowlby and Liz Toombs. You're listening to Speak Your Style, a lifestyle and business podcast hosted by Sasha Bowlby and Liz Toombs. You're listening to Speak Your Style, a lifestyle and business podcast hosted by Sasha Bowlby and Liz Toombs.